Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Sibling rivalry. That's good. Do it again. Hello, hello. Hello. Yeah, your levels are lower. You talk so quiet. Oh, well, I mean, can I turn up my volume? Well, that's what I'm doing in here. Oh, I can talk louder. Yeah, but you always try to talk in this sort of like sultry voice. I, what? Like right now, your microphone is 17 feet from your mouth. <laughs> because I was put, taking a sip of my coffee. But your voice does, you do have different voices. Um, so do you. N- not really. Oh my God, you, yes, you do. You for sure have different voices. For different friends. Like you have, you know, five, six, whatever, like really great friends. I, w- I would bet money. That you could ba- tell. Yeah, that based on how you are talking right. to that person, I could guess what friend it is. For sure. Probably. Then why do you always ask? I was like, who is that? Well, because I'm curious if I'm right. Oh. You know, but you talk to Jackie a certain way. You talk to Robin for sure a certain way. <laughs> Lori, you know, Nusheen, okay. Sam, everyone. Like you, you have a different thing. And then when 
And then when you're ordering food or you're doing, you're having a call that requires sort of you to be friendly. I mean, you, your, your voice goes way up, <laughs> very high octave. <laughs> like what? It just gets high, you know, and then ordering when you're ordering food too. Mm -hmm. That's my pet peeve. My voice gets high? No, you're ordering. Oh, my ordering. I know. Oh, I mean, I love you. But not really. I'll preface it. I'll preface it. Preface. Preface. I'll preface. This. Preface by Preface. preface. <laughs> <sighs> it's early. It's really early. You're already starting with like your pet peeves about me. This I don't is know. not going to be I, good. We just dropped the kids off. At the pool. You did. Together. Together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an early morning person. It's an AM podcast for sure. I thought you were like coming at me right now with like pet peeves. I was going to start to get well, I got into angry. Well, we can get into pet peeves if you want. I don't think it's a good idea. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Just saying like a little it's, cranky it's in the morning. No, no, but it's in, it's interesting because I think in relationships, or at least you and I, we each have each other, we each have pet peeves, but they're they're minor, meaning it's not deal breaking shit. But right. it's there are still things that you do or that I do that you don't acknowledge in the moment because it's just part of what I do and you live with it. Chewing in bed at night. Right. So like, let's go over these. <laughs> What what are what are some of yours for me? The chewing. We'll explain. Well, you're like a very dramatic chewer in general. It's not that your mouth is open, you chew with your mouth closed, but it's very like exaggerated and loud. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times like you'll get in bed and be crunching on chips or like chewing on things. While you're trying to sleep? Well, I don't know, or read or do something and I look over and it's just it's me because it's like we're in bed and it's extra quiet, but it always feels so loud. Right. And I know you're, sometimes I'm like, is he doing that to annoy me on purpose? Because like sometimes you do like to do that. Well, not You like with, to annoy me a little bit sometimes. I don't really like to do that to you, but just in general you do. Sometimes you like to like push buttons. Yeah, and, that's my personality though. So chewing. Like in bed at night, yeah, like when it's quiet. Mm. The thing is, I know that it's loud. I know that it's loud. But that's like not a big deal, you know? And then, you know, my other one is like shaving in the sink. Um, oh, the shaving? Yeah. But you've been getting better. You really have. You try and like put down a towel. And I don't know if anybody else has this, but the rate, the shave, it's like an electric razor and the hair well, it's, from the it's beard. Actually, um, manscaped? Yeah. Yeah, and the hair goes everywhere. And we have like a white counter and a white sink and then it's down on the floor and it gets into the crevices of the tiles and like, I can't stand that. And the hair and it's always a mess. And it's usually like on a day that like, you know, I've just like cleaned up and everything looks nice. And then it's like, and I look in and it's like a black like <laughs> nest of like shaved hair, like in the sink, on the counter. And then it's like, Somehow it gets onto like, you know, 
the toothpaste holder and like the floor and I don't like to like walk in. It, it's just very hard to like clean up. Right. I, I get that. You I know mean, what do I mean? You, do you ever, are you ever not in the bathroom and then all of a sudden you hear like, Oh yeah, like, they know. Oh, and I'm like, shit. oh no. Yep. <laughs> but you try now, you try and put down a towel and I get it. You definitely try. Well, what, so that, what, else, what, what else am I going to do? Where, where am I supposed to do that? I, ha- I mean, I can't go outside. Like, where am I supposed to shave my beard? You know what I did see, though, once on, like, an Instagram ad or somewhere is, like, a net thing that, like, goes over your sink. Someone invented it. I'm sure it was, like, you know, some wife or, or partner that created it because they couldn't stand it. I mean, it is insane. I mean, there are hairs that fly in crazy Everywhere, and they're little yeah. and they're hard to pick up. Like, I don't know, maybe, like... In the shower, we get like a mirror on the no, wall and you can no, do no. it in there. Not when it's showering, like the shower isn't on. Oh, so just like step into a dry shower. <laughs> step into the shower before you're going to shower. Have like a mirror stuck on the wall. You know how sometimes you have that? Yeah. There's like those sticky mirrors. So you can see it and you do it and then you just clean yourself and all the hair. It's kind of great. Okay. I'm actually glad we had this discussion. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, I, I get that. I get that. My ordering, what happens to now oh, yeah. well, is like, because I, I know that about. you don't like it. I know. And then it makes me extra nervous. And then pressure. it's even harder to make a decision. Well, I, 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 okay. It, it's just, we, 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 I have this anxiety around waiters and, you know, or people who are in the service industry who are, I know they have a thousand other tables that they're trying to get to. There's an order of things. Yes, in the I kitchen was a waitress. And, I know. I get it. No, I I'm know. always I'm so just, polite I'm and so ex- nice. You're amazing. I'm just explaining myself. You know, I have an issue with not just you, but people. When the waiter comes around to take an order, it's like, um, well, I, God, you know, well, what about the, is the mac and cheese like, I mean, well, what about the salmon? And, and he's like, um, I don't know. And, and they're, and I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, this person needs to get to the next table. Like fucking let's get the order in and go. But would you rather worry about that person getting to the next table or me ordering the wrong thing and then being like disappointed or annoyed yeah, no, or I like, a, but, but you know. You need to you need to prep order prep you know what I mean like okay we're at a restaurant boom I, I know I, I know what's up like the the waiter's coming around and I know what's going on you know? <laughs> but sometimes I don't I get scared I don't know you know what I mean I'm like trying to make a decision on what I want and then it's like I have an indecisive problem I mean that's yeah, an issue. I'm always afraid to like make the wrong decision. I mean, yeah. it could literally be like, do I want like pink gum, like bubble gum, or mint? And then, no, I know. You know, nowadays very, I just grab very, both because I'm like, I'd I, like I'm to. indecisive, but I make a choice or a decision to then fucking boom, m- make a choice. Yeah, and half the time you're like pissed with your meal order. You're like, why did well, I get this? Well, it's not just this? food. I'm just saying in general. I mean, I I have indecision, but you know, I. I make a choice to be like, okay, fucking just, just do it. I mean, in the last couple of days, I've been in clean mode, throwing things out that I have kept for years, but I just be like, throw it away. Don't think about it. Throw it away. Don't think about it. Or give it away. We're not throwing it away, but yeah. Well, I mean, I give away the things that I can give away. No, but, but I know, you know what you mean. I, yeah, you're, you're much more better at, that. better at that. And it also does feel good when you do make a decision. It's like, ah, oh, I did it. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. But I like to make decisions like when it comes to planning and you don't. I'm not a planner. I do not like to plan. I, I like spontaneity. But you realize with the family and plane tickets and travel and packing and all the things that I do that you, you don't have to think about, take planning. No, Camping, I mean, to get serious for a second, um, that is something that I think about, you know, that I do tell you. But the little things that you do, and I think this is probably relatable in a lot of relationships, you know, the things that get taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Oh, the this is going to be something nice you're going to yo, say? Oh, yeah, the shit that you have to take care of or the things that you do, the small things to make the whole thing run, things that I could never do. <laughs> It's amazing. I mean, it really is just the little things. No, I think about it, you know, and I think that the kids don't understand that either. Mm -mm. You know, they need to understand like all those little things that go into making their life easier. You know, everything. I know. It's so true. Well, I like to be organized. I'm like not an organized person, but I crave it. You know, so yeah, you're you're an interesting human being. There's great juxtaposition going on. Like you dad, need like, organization, but you um, honest, don't know how to do it. You can't do it. Yeah. I can't. I my favorite store, like in the world, one of them, anyways. You know what it is? The container store. Container yeah. store. I get giddy when I see it. When I walk in, I usually end up buying and you know hundreds of dollars of worth of like organizational. <laughs> products and then they come home and then they just sit here because I oh, don't know how to do God. that. The part. amount of bins that we've had in our 20 years of being together. <laughs> I mean, you could stack those, you know, 30,000 feet in the air. We, we've know. had so many bins. It's crazy. No, I know. I, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard one. I like, you know, a couple of, of like my best friends in the whole world are literally borderline OCD, like organized and I envy it, you know, there's no clutter, there's no like piles in their house and there's no, you know, I look at things sometimes and I just don't have that, that part, you know, that gene that like where everything goes and it goes in its place. Now, when I do that, it's amazing. It's just keeping it up. I'm not great at that part, but. So why is the house always so chaotic well because first of all i'm the only one because no one else would ever do anything like think about the things that just sit on the stairs does anybody else have this okay we have an upstairs (laughs) and they're everything that gets brought down during the day or from the kitchen to go upstairs let's say or from upstairs toys and things like that that get brought down no one puts anything away like, that's one thing. Well, shit just gets draped over things. Over things. It's like on a chair, on a on a countertop. Like, you know, things don't get put back in their place, really. I mean, Wilder now, finally at 14, like, keeps his shit. Well, he cares about the, he cares his, about room. his room. Yeah. But what he does is, like, his space looks amazing. I mean, he's literally, like, organized and is, you know, he likes to clean it all up and make everything look oh, great. Yeah, but outside Anything, of his room. Yes. Yeah. That he doesn't want in his room. He just takes and puts outside of his room there's in the hallway. Like, there's like stacks of shit outside yeah. of his room. That's so funny. His, his room's immaculate. Yeah. But outside his, of his, his room. His room's like the best room in the yeah. house oh, right for now. for sure. It's beautiful. 
but everything he doesn't want just stacked up yeah. right outside of his door. I know. <laughs> well, it's hard with kids. I mean, honestly, like three kids, yeah, some, two dogs. But, no, I know. And this is the way we for live. For us. This I'm is the way we live. Us. It's the way Other we people live. can do it right. and be organized. We but. sometimes get overwhelmed by the f- kids' frat house that we live in, honestly. But that's just the way we fucking do it. Of course. I mean, you look at our friends who have three kids who have a nice, clean adult home. It's not us. We don't have that. But there's a reason for it. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) like it's my fault or? No. Oh, oh, oh. I mean. But like I can't, here's the thing. It's like we live out of laundry baskets because I feel like all I do is say laundry between teenage boys, like, you know, workout clothes, towels, you know, everything. So how how do other people do it? How do our friends? I don't know. Like, I just don't have time to, like, fold laundry and put it away. So I have clean baskets and dirty baskets. And then it's just like. A free-for-all. Yeah, it's like, this is a clean basket of yeah. clothes. Get in there and, you know. Get what you Deal need. with the wrinkles. Get what you need. It's like, <laughs> who has time for that? Like, the other thing is. And I'm sure like a lot of moms feel this way too, but like by the time like the kids go down is when you think like, and this is how some people do work. That's when they like clean up Mm -hmm. and tidy up and I'm done at Mm -hmm. that point. My bed is calling me. I want to do nothing but like not be needed and and just like, you know, know, get in bed and it's like done. So if I don't get stuff done during the day, but then- and I'm not complaining. It's just a funny thing. But it's like if you clean one room and then you go into the next, all of a sudden you come back and it's like the chaos of the day. Backpacks, snacks, you know, pro- art projects out on the table, like, you know, whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, it's impossible to get ahead. Yeah. And we travel a lot. So like right now sitting next to us is our bags from the Colorado. weekend. No, oh, from Laguna. Oh, oh, yeah. In one week we were in... Colorado on a Sunday, Albu- LA, Albuquerque, New Mexico, down to Laguna for the weekend, and then back home, first yeah. night of school. Yeah. So I still have bags because I come in and I'm like, I don't need anything in that bag for this next trip because it's a different place. No, I know. And then uh, the unpacking of the bags. But like, literally, one of my best friends, Sam, we came home from the same trip. And I said to her, I made it, said something like, oh, you know, I'm just going to be unpacking tomorrow. And she's like, wait, are you forgetting who I am? She's like, I'm already unpacked. Because she literally gets home, takes out the suitcases and unpacks immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ours will sit for weeks. Well, that's the difference. (laughs) That's the difference between us and them. Just them meaning collective, the collective them, the general them, you know, who do that stuff. Like we just let that shit sit because we get home (sighs) and it's like. All right, let, let's just let's just chill for let's a second. Let's just chill. Let's just well, chill you know for ten days, funny one? and then we'll get get it, get to it. So Danielle Santoro McGinnis, um, she's a friend. Yes, did did a post or something like a long time ago, and I laughed because I was like, "Oh my god, I so get this." Like our bed in the morning, like a lot of people will make their bed. And I think it's the center of the bedroom. If the bed is a mess, the rest of the room kind of feels like a mess, right? Even if your side tables are messy or there's laundry or whatever. And, but like, I'm not making my bed in the morning. I'm rushing around trying to get kids ready for school, whatever. But she was like, am I the only one that before I get in bed at night, 
I will make the bed. You do. I do. No, but Danielle did this and oh. she did a post. And I remember yeah. like literally being like, oh my God, there's another person on the planet that does this, which is I like a tidy looking bed, mm-hmm. you know, tighten the sheets up, pluff put your pillows already, get the comforter straightened, the whole thing. Yeah. And then it's like no, nicer I, I, to get into. I get into. that. I wouldn't do that, but I get it. Like <laughs> I look at it. if I saw you doing that one. <laughs> oh my God, I'd get so laid. <laughs> you really would. Oh, for sure. For sure. Your as soon as you start off. like organizing things yeah, and doing light Your clothes would be 100% off. Yep. You know. I'd be, yeah, bent over the bed. Yeah, already. 100%. If you <laughs> just randomly walked in and I'm like, you know, fucking bouncing quarters off the bed. Like making it tight. Bed. <laughs> I love that you're laughing so hard because it's like something I would never do. No, I mean, when you're not here, you're on girls weekends or whatever. Like, I, you know. Oh, the house. Oh, I, I don't. Get it. No, no. But see, that's not true. No, no. I want to go on record here. When I'm alone, I clean. Which means you mean your cleaner isn't here, me. No. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Meaning, you know, I do, I don't like to live in filth. Mm-mm. So when I'm, when I'm not, when you are gone, like I am much more proactive. I'm oh, clean. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And then I always try to make the house look nice for when you come back. I know, you do. Because that's one that of our I love have, languages. Yeah. I think it's the most underrated Oh yeah, genius yeah. light like relationship yes, saving for sure. book out there. The five languages of love. No, it's, do it's, yourself a it's, favor. It's simple and it's it's very so accurate. Simple and once you read it and really get it and actually, yeah, he was on this podcast. I know, yeah. I know. I wish she was here with us right now. I know because I know. Speaking we, of that w- physical touch, which is mine, <laughs> getting back to you. Yeah. You know, I've you, been slacking a little bit. I mean, Not you know, really a, a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. You know, you just—it's not your deal. You don't—you're not touchy feely, just generally. Well, I'm affectionate. No, it's not I, like I'm like. I know, but let's let's let's. I'm okay, just saying. Hold on, let's be honest. Would you agree that you are very needy in the affection area? So I am like an affectionate person, but I need to do a lot more than I do for you because it is your love language. I mean, I'm like rubbing your back and your head and like I come over and I cuddle on you. You do? Well, I mean, the sometime, last five months, what you've been going through, I'm saying you, I haven't been like, uh, like no, you, you, you've been rubbing on you, scratching your head. You've like, been good. You've been good. Yes. You've been good. But I will say this. I could do better? No. Okay. It's been uh, like maybe two weeks since I've been you know, a 10 being 100% back to myself. Right. I'm in, I'm in a nine. Yeah. Like I still have some shit, but I'm pretty much back, right? Yeah. yeah. And so once you saw me- Back? Back, you're like, all right, my job is done. <laughs> you're like, oh, he's back? Oh, he doesn't, oh, good. Fuck, yeah, finally. Like, I don't need to steal yeah, that Yeah, but anymore. also our last two weeks, I've been packing up after living somewhere for an entire summer. It's not summer. even about- taking 30 minutes out of your day to like cuddle me. It, it's the small thing. No, but it's also like I my reach mind over in bed, mm-hmm. you know, every day, morning, evening, and I just touch you. Yeah. Let's see how I do uh, from now until the next podcast in the affection area, because it is your love language. I need to, you know, but here's the thing. It doesn't come, 
you know, say naturally to me, I have to remember it. This is like where the thing comes in. It's work. Like yours for me, you know what it is. And it's mm-hmm. a con, you have to make a conscious effort yeah. to, you know. Yeah. But I like doing it. I, I like know. acts of service where I didn't before. Once we got into this sort of love language thing or understood that people accept, you know, receive and give love in a certain way or there's certain mm-hmm. aspects of that that connect with them more. Once we sort of understood that, I had to force myself. It's like anything else. You mm-hmm. fake it before mm-hmm. you make it. Mm-hmm. You can actually change your brain, brain yep. chemistry. Yep. Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. If you just <laughs> fucking hammer it. Even if you're not it. feeling it, yeah. even if it's like, this isn't inherently who I am, but I know my partner likes this and you have to get through it. And then and then you start to like it. I know. And so for me, acts of service in the beginning was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, what am I doing? And this is, but now I, I, I like it. There's a satisfaction mm-hmm. that I get. Mm-hmm. For opening the car door for me. And like come yeah, I've been get, doing that more. I know, I love it. But or how about like when I have the groceries and I don't have to ask you to like come help me, and you just do it. Like I know that. Babe. I, I. But the thing is, I would do that so if happy. I didn't. If I knew you were coming home, you know what I mean. Like you right. usually call me, and you're like, "I'm here with the groceries." So I'm like, "Okay, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a chance to do that. But the car door thing is interesting because that's old school. I know. But it's not really. And, and I mean, to be blunt, I, I've never opened car doors, you know, for you or I, it just never even crossed my mind. Just like I never, it never crossed my mind to ask your dad. Right. For your hand in marriage. I, then it wasn't even a thought. Right. Well, you didn't grow up with that no, kind I didn't. of I didn't. stuff. I really you know, didn't. Really. Your dad is way more old school and he still opens car doors for your mom. I mean, he, that's traditional. Yeah. Traditional. So, yeah, I had to. Because I, just I feel, love but it. I feel insecure about it. I feel like, oh God, like it's vul- there's a weird vulnerability, vulnerability. to be like, yeah. here you go, because I know you're going to be like, oh, and then I feel patronized, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. No, I'm but it's seeing- not like an awe, like a patronizing. It's like, oh, like, like, oh, you thanks, did that. babe. I'm like, I well, know, like, what's like- the movie like Singles or something where like she gets in first and then and he locks the door, uh, yeah, and locks if the door, you, and then if you unlock it. If he unlocks the door. Yes, like she reaches yeah. over and unlocks for him. Yeah, like it's just that the, yeah. those cute little like romantic gestures I love. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just had like a gentleman dad. Like I love that. I know. Stuff. But you also had a super like independent mom that like did everything and yeah. didn't need anything. Yeah. And, you know, like yeah. I, mean, I can sure. do things. Like when I ask you to do things around the house, like it's not like I can't do them, but sometimes I'm just like, eh, can you change the light bulbs or, you know, I like Yeah. It. Which by the way. We need to do. 78% <laughs> of our lights are out. <laughs> no, we've been gone house. all summer and the lights were off. No, that was a turning point it's in terrible. our relationship. The light bulbs. Yeah. Remember that? That was four years ago or yeah. three years ago. Yep. You cried. Yep. Literally cried to me cried because I didn't do the light bulbs, but it was deeper than that. Meaning yeah. like she asked and asked and I just, that was part of my turning point of like, okay, acts of service. Well, you always say you were going to, and then it became like me nagging. And then it was like an issue. And I'm like, don't say you're going to do it if you're not going to like, you know, it, it just it dug in deeper. <clears throat> it wasn't about the, and then you cried the light bulbs. And then I did, I think I cried a little bit. You're like, you just don't do the light bulbs. You just fucking do the goddamn light bulbs. Like, Translation, you don't care about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Coors Light, official beer, slowing down summer. I kind of feel like it's always the shortest season. I And then you have to make the most of it. And everybody's rushing, rushing, rush, rushing, rushing, rushing. All we have to do is just chill out. I still feel like I'm in eighth grade. When summer comes around, I, I just stop answering calls. I'm on summer break. So you can pop open your little Coors Light. It's cold, lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It's crisp, refreshing as... Our own Colorado Rocky Mountains. And as the beer that is literally made to chill, we want you to savor every second of summer. Rediscover and enjoy what makes summer awesome. Don't give up yet. We've got a couple weeks left. And it helps us slow this shit down. So we love Coors Light. I know uh, I know you out there love... Who doesn't love a Coors Light? You all know my love for Coors Light. You know my dedication to Coors Light. Uh, we love them as uh, one of our sponsors of this show. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go put my feet up and crack open a uh, crazy cold Blue Mountain ready-to-go Coors Light. Coors Light is the official beer of slowing down summer because as the beer that is made to chill, we want you to savor every second of summer. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Hudson. CoorsLight.com slash Hudson, do it. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Lots of things can make your workouts hard. Okay? Extra resistance, double speed, one more mile. Your socks shouldn't. And that's why Bomba's performance socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. They've taken all the amazing innovations that make Bombas the most comfortable socks you've ever worn, and then they added their special Hex Tech performance technology. It's a performance sock stitched with special moisture wicking yarn, temperature regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. They come with a pillow-like tab to save you from blisters, stay up technology, a special arch hugging system and an extra layer of cushiony comfort on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. And let me tell you something. I feel all of that when I have this sock on. Socks have gotten technical, guys. All right. It's no longer just putting on your dad's tube sock. And like all of their socks, the best part is that for every pair of performance sock you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. They've donated over 45 million pairs so far. I feel like Bombas is the best sock of all time. I've been using these socks forever. I It's always in stockings. Every time I've had, uh, Santa loves to bring Bombas to our family. So go to bombas.com slash sibling today and get 20% off your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash sibling for 20% off, bombas.com slash sibling. Um, I want to get back to marriage. I want to get back to the bed situation for a second because sometimes the bed looks beautiful and you make it and it's like, ooh, and it's not a freshie. You know what I mean? Does everybody know what a freshie is? A freshie, well, we, it's like a brand new clean bed. where Like it's brand like, new sheets put on right before bed. Like, it's like oh that. Oh my God, it's, you know. it's called a freshie. <laughs> but it looks, it can be deceiving because it looks like a freshie and then you get in it and the kids have been in it eating fucking crackers and cookies. The and kids? Because there's no crumbs on my side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Wilder came in yesterday 
And he was like, what are you saying? He went to like cuddle with me, like in bed, and he's like, ah. And he like jumps up and I was like, what? And he's like, there's like crumbs all over dad's side. <laughs> and I was like, yep, that's right. I was like, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's crumbs. Yep. So you're saying I put the crumbs there for the most part. I mean, I definitely don't eat chips in bed. Maybe some chocolate snacks or something. <laughs> right. I'm just a snacker late you night. You are a late night snacky. Yep. I know. So maybe I, maybe I do put the crumbs in the bed, but I get in the bed and it's just like sleeping in crumbs. Oh, oh it's not good. It's the worst. There is no sleeping in crumbs. You have to get up and at least like swipe them out. Swipe, swipe or no swiping. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. <clears throat> you got to tighten the sheet because usually the sheet... You know, it's coming off the corners a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tighten the sheet, kind of fluff the pillows. Get your pillows situated. You always steal mine when you're watching TV, and then I have to yank them out from underneath you <laughs> before bed. That's another pet peeve. I can't stand that. I know, but you got to realize, like, if you're on my, sleeping with my, you know, watching TV well, with my are, pillows, Sharon I'm going to Sharon is them. like a pillow insane person. Like, she knows, if she put a blindfold on, and you put 25 pillows in front of her and she could pick out the six that she uses without looking. She could just pick them, feel them, smell them and pick the six. <laughs> I'm not like smelling them, but I do know you my know pillows. pillows. Uh, and so sometimes I'll have pillows on my side that I'm sort of, you know, into a show and I'm just sort of, oh, I'm so cozy. And all of a sudden they, like, they just get yanked out from under my neck. I'm like, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm lying flat on my back. <laughs> Like, sorry, sorry. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I know. I, I honestly, I, we got to figure out the pillow situation. I got to like. Yeah, my pillows suck lately. Well, I also like a little firmer, like big pillow. You like like floppy, like down. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I got to figure it out. I know. I know. We got lots to figure out now. I know. We do. No, we don't. (laughs) Well, we started with pet peeves. You only got into one, which is my ordering. Yeah, I have a couple more. Oh. But the ordering thing I do sometimes try and work on, but then I get really nervous because I know that you're, like, annoyed. And I'm like, I don't know. I know, but guess... Guess what my number one is? Late. No, no. So with the late thing, I, I'm late-ish too. With Aaron, it's like she knows she's late. She accepts that she's late. You accept that you're just a late person. And you're okay, almost okay with it because it's no, just... No, because I'm been, usually rushing around and stressed out. I don't like it. I'm always like, ah... But I like can't find things. It comes down to like organization, you know. Where is everything? And at last minute, and the thing is, you, you know. just need so many things to get out of the house. Yes, I do. That, That's another problem. Yeah, but I have you got to start earlier. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but but this is not. This is a. This is forty years in the making. This is not anything new. This is. You you said something really interesting to me when we first started dating, actually, because I was dealing with. You know, not in that moment, always sort of dealing with my dad and how that relationship has affected my life. 
in my career and in my relationships and yada, yada. And uh, early on, you said, you, you, you said, you know, you, you recognize the issues, but you're not, you don't do, you're not doing anything about it. You're not being proactive, basically. Like, yeah, you get that your dad did this and you're, you know, this is a symptom of your dad not being there and all that. But you, you, you just, it's, it's, it's good enough for you just to understand it and know it, but not actually do the work and figure it out. And I was like, oh, shit, that's true. You know, which is a whole other topic, but that's <laughs> similar with you mm-hmm. and you're late. It's like, yeah, this, I know this is who I am, but yeah, it's just, nah, fuck it. It's who I am. I mean, you know? look, there's a little part of like, at this point, I'm like, these are things, you know, about myself and I try and work on them sometimes. And then other times I'm like, gotta take the good with the bad. <laughs> The other one is burping. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's my big. I haven't been doing it a lot lately. Have you, you noticed? Do, you do. You, you do. Not really. I when was the last me. time? Oh, baby, do it all the time. This is an unconscious thing. Yeah, but it's and and by the way, to preface it, it's not even about burping. Like meaning, like if you if you burp, you burp. It's normal. I don't dislike burping, but. You make yourself burp. You know what I mean? And I can see when you do that. I haven't done it lately. I mean, I love you. I don't want you to get mad at me. Are we getting divorced? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. I mean, you have so much credit in this relationship. It's crazy. (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of credit. I do. I've been saving up. Mm -mm. Saving up. Are you attracted to other guys? Yeah. Yeah. Where did that come from? Um, I don't know. I just had like a image of you in like a bar or something. Like, <laughs> just like popped into yeah. your head. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, what was I wearing in the? But image? do you and your girls like talk about dudes? Not like guys do. Do you know what I mean? Like you have a girls' night tonight. Oh, no, you did it last night. Sorry. Yeah. Like, do you talk about guys? Like, besides our husbands? Yeah. Not really. Like, unless there's, like, some, like, show or, you know, it's, like, Brad Pitt's on this or, you know, something and it might come up. But, like, we're not sitting around, like, talking about guys like, you know, men do. There's, like, ten other things that we're talking about before that. But... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but of course, like, of course I find other guys, like, attractive. What? (laughs) (laughs) That would be sad and scary if I didn't. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Always. Like, first of all, I think, you know, there's a reality to just because you're in love with someone or attracted to your person doesn't mean that you can't be attracted to other people Mm -hmm. and also like want to you know be like seen as you know attractive to other people as well do you know what I mean like that doesn't really go away not that I like I'm saying you you know you care less about that but no I know you you mean just in life yeah of course I mean I always have said this I don't know if I said it in the first podcast too but like it's hard to be monogamous it's not the natural state you know what I mean? Of humans. It's like literally, I think, swans and like, you know, Geese. one other. 
don't know. That story? Oh, so sad. Oh my God, that's the worst. <laughs> like I could still cry about it. Oh, we were in Colorado and this goose, you know, they, they pair up and this goose in, in the pond. No, they, yeah, no, they pair up and they're- They're um, they're mate for life. Mate for life, right. yeah, exactly. I think geese do, right? Geese and swans? Well, yeah, No, I think, I think they is. do. I think yeah. geese do. If not, they hang out and have babies <laughs> and then leave. I don't know, but like, anyway- there were two geese and one of them died in the pond. And we were like- Well, they were there every day. So we would like see them. They were like this little couple. We thought that they were a couple. What did we name them? Was it like- Oh yeah, we named them Brad and Angelina or something like- Not Brad and Angelina. No, but it was something like that. It was funny. It was like a- Right. um, Um, There was a reason for it. And one of them like was just floating and dead. and And the other one was just- you know, honking and oh, devastated. devastated. And stayed there, stayed there for, for like two weeks. Oh my God. We'd go by every day and then check and, and he or she, I don't know which one it was, was would just stay there and like, I'm like, honk. Oh, it was like horrible. heartbreaking. And then finally, well, then, he found a, no, so she then, found another dude, right? Well, let's just say it was the guy and the wife, you know, died. He was like a widower. And so, Literally was there every day, like honking and just sitting there and like near the other, you know, dead one or like waiting for it to come back, whatever it was, mourning. It was horrible. And then we went away. And when we came back, we're like, oh my God, I wonder if he's still there. Mm -hmm. And there was another goose. Mm -hmm. So we were like, maybe that was a widow and her partner goose died too and then they found each other oh that's, that was the that's story. the story that's, that's the children's book <laughs> yes and then they like flew off and lived happily ever after yeah. and they, they found each other i know i know so when you're dealing with or this if you have this idea this concept that you know sort of we're not naturally monogamous which primarily i guess you're right because there was just about procreation i mean i think there is some hard wiring there you know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's hard. And it's you been know, it's, it's been sort of this societal not pressure, but just it's the right thing to yeah. sort of be with one person, at least in this culture. But how do you factor that in? To what? Just to your everyday relationship, you know? Or how would one factor that in? Oh, Meaning it's, it's just having everybody. an understanding of 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 that, if in fact you do believe that. Yeah, I mean, I think. I won't even say like male, female, but I would just say person to person. It's different, you know? Like I find comfort in one person and my partner. You know what I mean? And some people don't and they crave something else or they get bored or they're, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. that's it. That's all you got. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just trying to like articulate it and and have it make sense. But I think when you commit to somebody and want to be in a monogamous relationship, like it's, it shouldn't be like hard work. I don't like that at all. You should want to be there, of course, but it just doesn't mean that you're not going to be attracted to somebody else or want to, you know, but generally speaking, if you... I think if you kind of find, you know, the one or your partner, you're, you don't want to do that. 
Well, of course not. But I'm saying that hardwiring or that that idea that we're not monogamous. I mean, you take that into account when dealing, you know, or when giving each other sort of room to be attracted to other people and not being so judgmental, you know, being like, oh, well, yeah, of course, as long as you're with me. Right. Well, that was always like my feeling. I was like, go flirt, have fun. Like you're coming home to me. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't ever threatened or, or, you know, didn't. I'm, 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 I think I'm naturally jealous, you know, in the beginning of all my relationships, all three and even ours, like, oh yeah, I get hot jealous and then it, and then it subsides, but I need to know everything. Well, I think you're still jealous, you know, way more than me. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. But I'm saying I needed to know everything. Remember? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to know every dude, every detail, I'm just saying I need to no, know. No, but here's I need, the other I need thing, to know, though. I need to know we were everything. friends first, so <laughs> we did true. a lot of talking. It's not like most people get into a relationship and don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's more like what happened before us is happened before us and now moving forward. You were not. You were very much like, you know, needed to know, which I get. I, I, I like... I have no problem. But you still bring up things 20 years later that happened like a few years before we were even dating and Uh it gets you hot and fired and you're mad. I I just, I'm in general, I'm jealous. Like some dudes like when their girlfriends, wives, whatever it is, when they're attractive people and other men are looking at them. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and they're on display and guys feel proud and like, yeah, I don't like, I want her to look hot and sexy and da, da, da. I kind of, I'm the opposite. I I don't, you know, when you're in this mode of wearing all these sort of sundresses now with no bras, like, and I love it. But what, what about like dudes looking? I don't know. Like bothers you. I don't know. It's so funny. I don't like it. It's weird. I mean, 20 years in, it's like. You know, it's like when you used to wear the ponytail, the fake ponytail. Oh my God, that's When we started, first started dating, you know, wear this fake ponytail thing, you know, that was like sort of long and It was sexy, like an extension. An extension thing. But like I would just slick my hair, my shorter hair, put it in and then, it, but it looked like this long ponytail yeah. oh, and yeah. it was like hot. I loved oh, it. It drove but me one crazy because it looked I hot and I was like, oh Jesus. And when she's going out to fucking clubs and bars and I'm not there. I mean, every I remember. dude- is going to be looking at him. I hung up on you one night, remember? Yes. Oh, my God. Of course. I was literally with Karen and, like, Ceci, like, going into some, like, party in, like, Hollywood. And you were like, you know, what are you wearing or something? And then you're like, is your hair curly or straight? Because I have, like, curlyish hair, but sometimes I would straighten it. And you were, like, asking. And I was like, neither. I have in, like, my extension ponytail. And you were like, click. Literally and you, like, hung up. Hung up on me as we're like walking into the club. I was like, "Hello, <laughs> hello, boof, 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 boof. let's go, girl." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I dare <laughs> that so thing. Bad. I didn't like that thing. So funny. I might have to bring that thing back. I know. Each and every. So we stink. You know, that's just part of human nature. We sweat. We stink. That's how it works. There's no avoiding it. We have body odor and our armpits can stink. That's just the way it is. All right. They've had multiple attempts at natural deodorant, but until now, until each and every came into my life, I have never found one that worked. But times have changed, everybody. 
each and every. It really, really works. I smell great throughout the whole day. Amazing. I'm, I am I wear it every day. I have on my sandalwood scent today. There's 10 amazing core scents plus seasonal limited edition scents. You've got uh, six simple, safe ingredients. There's no parabens, no artificial fragrances. I love this. It's been found to fight odor as well as sweat. It seems to actually do really well with that, um, which is very hard because a lot of natural deodorants have a hard time helping you with that. It's vegan, cruelty-free, comes in a sustainable package made from sugarcane. So we have an awesome deal to get you guys started. 30% off your first purchase of each and every. Just go to our special URL, eachandevery.com slash sibling, and use promo code sibling30. Don't miss out on 30% off. Use promo code sibling30 at eachandevery.com slash sibling. I think jealousy is a tough thing in a relationship, though. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You know, you're jealous, but not like... Oh, no, it I'm not extreme. Like, no. For me, it happens early on. It's a little more extreme, and then obviously it's been 20 years. I mean, know. you kind of get jealous sometimes of like my girlfriends, I can tell. A little bit. What do you mean? A little bit. Like, uh, because, no. Elaborate. you know... Okay, I'll elaborate. And this is something that I've said. Like, in our relationship... You asked me like one time, like Chris Martin, with what's my passion? <laughs> and I said, sleep. Did we tell, did you tell that story? I think we told on this it. Podcast? Yeah, we told it. Yeah. But I also like my girlfriends. That's like a thing for me. It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's a huge part of it's my like life. It's like my fishing. It's like you're fishing. It's like a passion or it's like a hobby <laughs> that you have. <laughs> my spare time away from you or my family is my girlfriends. I love it. Like, and so, you know, just girl time, whatever. But I think sometimes that you get a little like jealous, like when I want to do that or when I'm with them. <laughs> Am I wrong? It's not jealousy. I know what you mean. I, I just like being with you. I'm sorry. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, that. no, I, I've gotten better go, with that. Okay. I've gotten better with that. You know, that's something yeah. that we talked about even before I went to Hoffman. Um, which we haven't even talked about Hoffman on this I show, know. have we? Oh my gosh. Like your experience with oh that, my, my experience yeah. with that. Crazy. That'll be the next one. Stay okay. tuned. Hoffman recap. For the special episode. Going to Hoffman. And also like um, the love languages. I want to do those more. Well, we can incorporate those too. Okay. But you know, that was something that I had to come to terms with. You would go away or have weekends with your girlfriends, and I you know, would get upset by it, you know, not upset, but, you know, I get moody and yeah. I'm like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yes. I, for real. You know, um, I don't know what that is. I, I mean, there's something deeply, there's something deeper from a psychological part. You know, it's just like, I'm going to have a good time and you're not there. No, I guess. Or you're giving your time, you're giving your time and happiness to somebody else, even though that's an irrational thought. Right. But still, that's probably what it was. And if we're going to trace that back, you know, my mom, you know, my mom you know, obviously was a movie star and she was traveling around and, you know, not only that, but then fans would come up to her and, and want a piece of her, you know? And I remember as a kid hating that. I mean, I could not stand when people came up to her. It, it I still remember the feeling because yeah. I still have it today. Because it's like almost this residual trigger. 
but I, it would drive me crazy. I'm like, at least I, I, in, internally, I'd be like, just leave her the fuck alone. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really a little bit of like, she's mine, and I. I want. Well, I think so. I think it's like people were taking her attention away from me when I needed it most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is 20 years of therapy coming out. So, but yeah, that that's what it is. So I, I would attribute my feelings towards you going out with your friends. Maybe there's a similar connection there. But it's something that I had to sort of deal with and get through. And now I'm, be- now I'm better, you know, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. But no, it was a, it's a thing. You know? And the like other thing, most too, most of is, the time, like, yeah. girls have a problem or, you know, now we're getting into all the, like, girls and men and women. This is a general statement. But, like, you know, it's like guys' nights and, like, going, you know, to be with the guys and all that. And, you know, it's funny because, like, I love when you go out with your friends. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm like, go have fun. Oh, my God, this is great. Da, da, da. And then, but you have more of the problem, like, when I'm out with my friends. It's not a problem. Not a problem. You know, it's not a problem. But, you know, now it's, 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 it's better now, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, was, it was a thing. It was just sort of like, oh, you know. Are you going to go to Ojai for two nights? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, but nice. meanwhile, you go on fishing trips for 10 days. I, I, and there, I have no argument. I mean, there's no, I've got no legs to stand on. And tell me, moms in the, <laughs> out there, when I leave, I set everything up for the weekend or whatever it might be for you. Literally from play dates to food to everything set and ready. And I like, know. Because I, I love to do that. beautiful and appreciate it. But honestly, can I be straight up? Yeah. It's overkill. Like it's almost like you don't think I can handle this when no, I just I actually I think you can. I'm trying to make it a little for easier for you. Years with them alone, not to say I wouldn't need you and want you in my life, but like I can do that shit. Like no, I, I am not a dad. Of course who you is, can, but I like to just be like I'm not leaving you in the dust. Like no, I helped I know, out with I love a few it. things, and, I, and that's why it's it's I never say anything really because yeah. it's like sweet and I know that it's good meaning, you know. But it's I, it's like I, babe, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I got it, I got it, I got it. How much? How many times have I said that? Like, too babe, many. babe, I know, I got it, I, I got, got it. it. I love you, I got it. I know, <laughs> but I like to like make sure everything's like. It's also leaving and being like a kind of controlling ish micromanagey person is hard to do sometimes because I'm like. <gasps> I also, you know, there was a period where, you know, I don't know if we were like just passing ships or just at a lowish point in our relationship or you know you get to see things in your partner that most people don't see meaning the ups and the downs and the faces that get made and Mm -hmm. you know oh she's in a bad mood she's in a good mood she's this and this and that she's tired and I know and I used to talk to you about this the minute your friends come around or you could be like pissy or whatever and you get a call from Jackie and all of a sudden I'm like what the fuck and she's and you're on the phone like oh my god I'm like oh she's happy so I can't make her happy but her friends can make her happy oh and now God. she's gonna go out with her go go with her girlfriends for two days and be a ha- and happy as a clam 
This right. isn't now. This is my thinking. No, sort of I remember. Then. And then she comes home. This is my internal monologue, everyone. Then she comes home, and now she's tired because she, you know, drank, did mushrooms, and now it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, now she's depleted, and I, this is all the shit that would go through my mind that is just unfair and irrational. I mean, like, I'm not like okay. That so anymore. this is no, not anymore. Thank God. But I think this is a current theme. I would say, which is you kind of like give your best self to somebody else. And your, you know, energy or your time or whatever. And then you come home and you don't have it to give anymore, mm -hmm. right? Right. So, but what I will say to that, instead of personalizing it, which a lot of times we've had this discussion before, you realize that the day-to-day -day of the life isn't so much about your partner. It's just about the responsibilities and, you know, whatever that might be, whether it's, you know financial, house, cleaning, kids, managing school, like all of the like, ugh, that, you know, goes on. And your friends call and then it's, it takes you out of that for a minute. It's like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, wait, I'm not mom right mm -hmm. now. I'm the mm -hmm. friend or, oh my God, we can talk and laugh about something that, you know, you're not doing. And then you go away and it does feel, or you have a night or you have a birthday or so, whatever. It's like, oh my God, I can leave all of that behind. Go laugh, have a good time. But then you are coming back, right? It's like, it's like when we do a night or have a, an anniversary or something, we go and it's like reconnected and amazing. And, you know, you s sex and sleep in and you're not, in your normal roles. And then you come back and the joke is literally you walk in the door and it's like gone because you're right. like, Oh, we're back. Yeah. We're back to like, you know, the dog shit on the thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, the kids are fighting or whatever. I no, mean, it's, it's a it's, respite from yeah, your life. It's I mean, also, it's... that's just, you know, normal, but I, I do, I get that, but it's, you can't like personalize. It's not like you're not, yeah. I know you don't right. do this anymore, but no, no. I'm, There's an escape. It's, it's like point. guys and, you know, let's say a husband wants to like go play golf or, or, or basketball or work out or it is the feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm my own person. I'm not responsible. I can leave for a minute. Well, I this can... is what I love about you. Honestly, it's one of my favorite things. And I think that it's part of what's kept our relationship amazing. And I, I would strongly suggest both men and women or each equal partners, you know, be able to be independent of each mm -hmm, other. There's mm -hmm. a codependency that happens in relationships that will fucking kill it. Mm -hmm. And the most amazing thing about you is that you understand, and I always say this to people, you get that I love the things that I love and they're important to me. Mm -hmm. My fishing, my big fishing trips, mm -hmm. my golf trips, mm -hmm. um, you know, whatever it might be, might be my mountain biking or whatever it is, it's important to me. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily being away from you is fulfilling, you know, something inside of me. It's something totally. that is passionate. And uh, that only makes me a better human being when I'm able to do the things that I love to do. Mm -hmm. And you have no issue mm -mm. with those things, with me going because... on a golf course or, and, but I am aware of that. Mm -hmm. And I try to reciprocate, you know what I mean? It's not just take, take, take. You have to take stock of your relationship. You have to be mindful about your relationship and think. You know, even yesterday when I'm cleaning, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm cleaning. Okay, good. I'm doing my part because I know Erin does her parts and it's time for me to sort of do my parts, mm -hmm. you know? 
I love that, Poop. I love you. But it is true. Like, I, this is what I also think too. A, I know that out mountain biking or, you know, fishing or your things that say take you away from me and the family, let's say. Um, I don't look at it like that. I love that you love doing that. I know what it does for you. I also want that in return. Right. So you can't, you know, guilt you for going to play golf and you're leaving, but then me want to go and be with my friends right. or, you know, do something. So yep. I, I always think, oh my gosh, go and do that because I don't want to be a bitch about you doing something like that because then, mm-hmm. you know, how is that fair for me to be like, bye, I'm leaving for the weekend, you know? It's a very like give and take in that area. Mm-hmm. I also love my alone time. You know, we're a very together couple, like all the time, you know? And so sometimes it is nice to be like, ah, I can just be in a zone of not taking care of everybody or, you know, whatever that might be. And I know for you getting out fishing and, you know, golfing or, you know, being with the guys, it is nice sometimes to not be, oh my God, I'm in husband, dad mode, work mode. I can just go and be Mm -hmm. mode. No, it's I different, know. But, you know? but you know what's so funny is is it's it, with all the people that I know, with all the husbands, with all the men that I know that are in my life, I'd one hundred percent for sure more than half. I'd say maybe even eighty five percent. Yeah, have these restrictions that get put on them. Oh, I can't right. do that, or oh, she's you know she um, and my wife isn't going to let me do that, or whatever it is. Yeah, and I'm always just. Amazed. I'm Me like, too. That's it's, fucking bullshit. Why, why? It's not a big deal. And letting. I mean, that's so crazy. Now, I will say, you don't know the backstory, right? 100%. If, if, I know. I if, know. you know, somebody works all week long and, you know, they're one day on the weekend right. to be with the kids or help around the house or do whatever that might be, I, my thing is, is my family comes first, right? So as long as that is the theme you know, and the, and you're making the effort. I think you should. We should all have our own things to do and not be threatened by it. And you know, I know that's hard for some people. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Like, you, there's a you, feeling you make a of good like, point. Oh, I mean, I'm speaking from such a personal space. I'm very lucky to be an actor, to work hard, you know, but then have just time off. I mean, I'm always doing shit oh, here and there, but beyond, like, I mean, beyond we, our, our situation not is not gig where it's the norm, you know, nine to five and you wake up, you know, then it's like, oh, it's well, the also, weekend. It's like, now I'm, I'm out. Okay. And Sorry. This is, I'm going fishing for the yeah, weekend. And then yeah, and the kids and the, and, and your wife are like, what the, what are you, you're not fucking going fishing. You haven't seen us all week. Right. And also I will say this, and I'm sure I can, this will resonate too with people, but you know, being a stay at home mom, you know, it's like, there's somebody that comes home from, say, work at the end of the day, exhausted, you know, dealing with uh, work things and, you know, their mind is somewhere else. They come home and it is the feeling of like, oh, now I have to work again, meaning, mm-hmm. oh, I got to go into, you know, the zone of the kids and helping and, you know, whatever that might be. And it's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, but as the mom who's been home with kids or babies or, you know, managing all day too, there is relief when your partner comes home at the end of the day. You almost want to be like, ah, you're home here, take them. Mm -hmm. And that person's coming in Mm -hmm. exhausted. Like, wait, I need a minute to myself. Like there's an unwinding time. I mean, the the thing is, no matter what the situation is, working, staying at home, that kind of stuff, 
the general consensus should be respect and and acknowledgement of the other person. Because do you remember when, you know, sometimes I think this is a common theme too, people are like battling of like, well, I, I've been doing this all day. Well, I've been doing that all day. And it becomes this like oh, tit yeah. for tat. We've and like, well, I'm doing this and I did that. Yeah. Instead I mean, not, not, of yeah, appreciating that. the other person, putting yourself in their shoes and saying, you know, sometimes it's just like, oh my God, I know you've had a really long day. Like, let me, you know, help with this for a little bit or remembering to stay as a team and kind of, I think everybody just always wants to be appreciated or acknowledged, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. It might be something small, it might be something big, but if there's an appreciation for your partner and what they're doing or an ability to kind of shine a light and say, oh yeah, you know, maybe they weren't working quote unquote all day, but right. they were home with the kids all day, which is exhausting on another level. Yeah. Managing, feeding, washing, cleaning. You know, Sometimes tantrums, it's hard to, 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 to express those things because you have when to you're be, in it. Well, no, I'm, you have to be vulnerable to sort of say, hey, I right. appreciate you. No, I know. And I had to deal with all that, meaning yep. like just lack of vulnerability. I was, I, was, it was, I was feeling too vulnerable to even express my gratitude. Mm-hmm. You know, it was hard to look at you and be like, you know what, I, you're doing ama- you're doing an amazing thing. I appreciate everything that you do. Oh my god, it was ha- like, oh, so hard that to say that because it so made. Oh, I know, but it made when I, when I used recipient. to say that things have shifted. But when I used to force myself to say that, which side note, force yourself to say that, even if it hurts and you feel like that fucking feeling, you're like, oh god, I'm being soft because that's the other thing from my male sort of perspective or my feeling of masculinity, whatever that means nowadays. But like there was this sort of, so I was like too soft. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why I felt like, you know, I was, I was being not tough or something crazy where for me to tell you, you know what, you're it's an not amazing. It's soft, it's vulnerable. It's vulnerable, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because also but then- force yourself to say it. Right, but I will say this, okay? There's, I'm sure there's some people, you want the reaction- to feel good, right? So when you say something like that to me and I say, oh my God, that means so much, babe. I love you. Thank you. Then it's great. You feel good. Everything works. What you don't want is someone to be like, yeah, that's right. Thanks for noticing. Or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you have to know your partner. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times there's these feelings of resentment and these feelings that build up in people and friends and relationships that I've seen and heard where it is this battle of like, I do this, he doesn't notice, I do all that. And then the other person's like, well, I'm doing this. And, you know, it just starts to separate yeah. people and you become resentful and that shit builds up. Best thing you can do is be vulnerable and just lay it out on the table. No matter how much it sucks, it usually brings the other person's guard down. And then there's a feeling of like, oh my gosh, thank you. No, thank you. I love you. No, I love you. I mean, it can literally lead to that kind of stuff. Oh, and, and, and by the way, Watch how watch how that changes your sex. Oh yeah. No, for real. You I know, know what I mean? It sounds crazy, but once you open up or once you can get more, a little more vulnerable or if it's painful, but just fucking try it and be like, hey, you know what? I, I, I've noticed that you've been doing this and, and 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 I just want you to know that I've noticed that. Even though, you know, for me, it, it, or, you know, it's, it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes and even say that, but <clears throat> that openness will lead to <laughs> better sex <laughs> what i thought you were gonna say something dirty um but 
It's true because then there's a connection, appreciation. It's that little, Mm -hmm. you know, elephant in the room or whatever you want to say that breaks the ice, you know, and. Well, I mean, you know, last night you. Being appreciative. Yeah. But last night you went out with your friends. Yeah. Totally good. Now, I know you're going to come home late, Mm -hmm. which is another thing that you do, by the way, but talk about it later you're like oh i'm gonna do a couple hours i'm like no you're not you know what i mean like you're not not, not last night i'm just saying in general i knew you were gonna come home late. well i also it's like usually if you were to ask any of us we were like let's start early because it's I, I a know. school night we're gonna do this and then we get I, there I and know, no one yeah of course fine. you know I, what i, I need to it. do is say to you is like i'll be home at like two right and then and then just come home at like yeah, midnight and exactly. then surprise you yeah, i love that <laughs> but okay learn something new we're gonna even try last it. night i had to sort of check myself because my mind was, I was like, okay, you know, I know she's coming home late. And I didn't even think about when you were coming home. I just put it out of my mind. But now I'm like, all right, well, is she drinking? And she's drinking, da, 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 with her girls. It's a school day. We got to get up. And I'm like, am I going to take all the fucking kids to school? You know, because they're at the same school, but they're in like different weird buildings. The drop-offs get staggered. It's That's a whole other fucking podcast. But, you know, and I'm like, you know, she gonna she, she better wake up. I mean, like, I can get to this on my own. And, and I'm like, Oliver, shut the fuck up. That's old self-talk. I'm so glad you noticed that. No, I'm like, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah, just get up and you do it. Whatever. Because how it's about, good. you know what it is? It's this all is what, good, this but is I had what to I say. sort of check myself. This is what I say to that, because this is very, very important. In the beginning of a relationship, when you're falling in love and you, you know, want your person to love, you know, you and you love them. It's this feeling of like, oh my God, go have so much fun. Like instead of this feeling of like, you know, she's going to be extra tired and I might have to do all the kids. It should be like, oh my God, she hasn't seen her friends. She's been gone all summer. She's finally, you know, having a night with her girlfriends. How fun. I hope she has a great time. Like when you go out to fish or, you know, golf, I'm like, oh, I know he's having the best time. Not fish. You think the boat's going to burn up and I'm going to drown and sink. Right. Well, that's my own (laughs) shit. But uh, for you in my mind, I'm like, I know you are literally like at your peak of happiness. That makes me happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like instead of resentful, it's a, you know, that feeling Mm -hmm. of like for your partner, you're all of a sudden mad at me and you're going into, you know she going to be way, you know, drunk or like hungover or coming in late and mm-hmm. tired. And that's like a, not a nice way to think of it instead of, oh my God, I hope she had fun. And like, I'm glad she's with her girlfriends oh, yeah. and she deserves Look, that. If everyone was this way, there'd be no divorce or there would be a lot less of it because that's, that's true, open, vulnerable communication. So much easier said than fucking done. You know what I mean? But like, I'm glad you caught yourself No, I last did, night. but I'm just saying like, it's hard. I just want to be clear about that. It's hard to be vulnerable. For like, you. you. You talked to your therapist. We talked to our therapist or you talked to a therapist and are like, you just like, just communicate. Just tell her you appreciate her or, you know, tell her that, da, 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 da. And yeah, it's easier said than done. It's not that easy to just be I'm not, super, I'm not, I'm not getting upset. I'm just, no. I'm just, I'm just saying that you know it's 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 hard it's hard it's not an easy thing to do for men and women i think mo- i think a lot more for men you know but right you know it's hard for a guy to just straight up out of nowhere I, and, and at least for me just i to was be- just gonna say it very generally because there are guys that 
and you know. No, of course there are. Of course there are. I'm I'm speaking for myself, and then just <clears> my dad. small group. What? <laughs> my dad. Your dad, exactly. <laughs> my small group of friends, but it's it's hard just unsolicited just to you know take your wife and look at her and be like, hey, you know what? I'm just thinking about it. You know, I just really appreciate you, and I just love all the things that you do for this family. And I recognize what you do around the house and how you are the, you know, the hand in the clock that makes it work. You're the, you're the one that ticks. I don't know what I'd do without you. Not an easy thing to just say. Was that just like you were saying that to me? I was doing acting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean that. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, are you? <laughs> I mean that, but it's not. But I, it means I, My so point much. is, it's not easy just to I know. sit your partner down. Well, you don't have to sit unsolicited. them down. And, no, and, and just say, and say those things. But think about it. That took 30 seconds. Little tiny thing for you to say means the world to the person receiving it. And it can shift the entire day mm-hmm. and relationship and all of that stuff. Sometimes it is that... It's not simple, but it or simplistic. What's Ellie's saying? No. It's simple. It's not simplistic. Yeah, <laughs> you're drowning in a cup. <laughs> it's our therapist. Um, we were in couples therapy for a minute. You know, we man saved like, our marriage. Basically, he's like you're drowning in a cup. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He said that to me so many so over the however many years. I've been drowning in a cup for years. I've like, never still, said that to me. Isn't really? Weird? I've never heard that oh one. Oh my God, I'm always drowning in a cup. <laughs> Jesus, and I'm always picturing it when he says it. I picture like a white ceramic <laughs> tiny teacup. What? And me in there like, ah! Like a, you picture like a teacup? Yeah, teacup. Wow. Drowning in a cup, meaning I guess- Right, I, I was I picturing can, like a I can a get out if cup. I want. Meaning just stand up and fucking get out of the cup. Oh, right? okay. I don't know. I've never really asked him. I, 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 I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Might have to text him. But sometimes those little things just mean the world and you don't even think it, you know, think much of it, but it does. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. But words don't really matter. <laughs> they don't for matter. You. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, it, I was just about to say that. It's, it's love it's, language. I just have to show you in touches and kisses and hugs and scratches and yeah. I mean, if you're like, I think I appreciate you, and almost makes during me, a hug. No, is that no, like I'm double if you, whammy? If you said that to me, I mean, it's nice, but it's not. It doesn't get me. You know right. what I mean? Like, I almost deflect in a strange way. Like, compliments are hard for me to take. That's another thing I've been working on is sort of taking a compliment. Like, hey, I loved you in this show or you yeah. do a finish a scene and like dude that was fucking great or whatever i'm like eh, 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 thanks thanks like just get, don't say that you know so when i'm washing the dishes and you come in you're like babe like you washing the dishes i'm like oh don't say that like i'm like eh. but then what do i do when do i say it because i want to show you the appreciation acknowledge that you're doing me. it and little reach, reach around, around to the okay. wing Silent reach around. Silent reach around. That translates to thank you mm-hmm. and I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, on. we gotta go, babe. Oh, it's a morning pod. The morning pod. That was good, right? Yep. You know, because when we were starting we were this A little thing, all over the place, but it was I good. know, but I like that. 
you know, Aaron's a fucking planner and I am not. I mean, I hate Ugh. plans. I, I, it's but not I that will I don't, say when you take out your calendar, I like despise plans. When you take out your calendar, sometimes tonight we'll get into bed and he'll open up his calendar as a joke. And he'll, he'll look at me and he'll be like, babe, do you want to plan? And it is on. Yeah, it's on. Because I know he's joking now. No, but, but sometimes like, when I do plan, you're like, are you planning? I'm like, babe, please, not now. Like, I really do want to figure this out. Sometimes, but then. Yeah. Because you get like, are you planning? I'm like, oh, it's one of those things. I know. I love it. But I you love don't like the calendar to plan. And I love planning. You like to plan. I do not like to plan. So when we started this morning, dropped the kids off at school, we got it because we got to do it early. We got to get it in. Yeah. I was getting her coffee. And I'm like, babe, we got to fucking go because Alice and our producer's waiting and she's eating her little like peanut butter bar. <laughs> Not into the microphone. I know. I'm just making the sound yeah. effect. I'm like, babe. She's like, well, what are we going to talk about? We have no plan. I'm like, who cares? Let's just fucking go. And I think it, turn, it turns out good. It does turn out good, but we do have to meet in the middle. Sometimes you have to like just, you know, we don't have to have like a scheduled like, you know, bullet point. Well, we're doing this, you know, we're filling in. My sister's been working her butt off, doing cool shit. And we're filling in, even though it's not sibling revelry and we're not talking about siblings. This has been fun for you and I. The response has been really cool, honestly. We've gotten some amazing emails, yeah, one in particular that was, brought me to tears. I know. And um, maybe we do this for real. Like do our own thing at some point. Uh, yeah, it'd be so fun. I'm just like, are people going to get bored with like I don't know. the ins and outs of how our do we, relationship how do after we, a while? Well, again, it, 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 we have to plan. See? Woo, okay, <laughs> we have to plan. We need to get a petition going. And if we yes. can get 100,000 signatures. <laughs> E-signatures? <clears throat> yeah, um, and then what, we, what people would want to hear more of too. But we already have stuff. We haven't even gone into kids, parenting. It's, 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 there's so much. Look, there's a million marriage Hoffman. podcasts out there. There's no doubt about it. But no one like us, babe. No one like us. Um, all right. Till next time. Okay. I love, love you. you. Love you. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Editor is Josh Windish. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. If you want to show us some love, rate the show and leave us a review. This show is powered by Simplecast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. 
To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.